Here's what you need to know in politics for Monday, February 22nd, 2021. The Supreme Court hands Donald Trump some big losses as he prepares for his post-presidential debut. We'll discuss that, plus some very high-profile Biden nominees face the Senate. And finally, America marks a grim milestone with half a million Americans dead. It was not a good morning at the United States Supreme Court for Donald Trump. Two significant defeats. One, the Supreme Court has ruled that a New York state prosecutor can indeed get his hands on Donald Trump's tax returns. This is something that Trump and his lawyers have been fighting against. Now, this is going to be in the secrecy of a grand jury. It's not necessarily going to be made public. But this is a huge legal blow for Donald Trump. He tried to shield Cy Vance, the Manhattan district attorney, and his team of lawyers from getting their hands on his tax returns. The Supreme Court says, nope, it's okay to hand them over. The other big blow to Donald Trump was regarding the 2020 election. Some eight different cases coming down against Trump and his pursuit of somehow upending the election. That just wasn't going to happen. But what the Supreme Court ruled in Pennsylvania cases and elsewhere basically was to not rule. They're not going to touch this. The Supreme Court indicated that they don't believe that it is in the realm of the judiciary to deal with the rules that govern how votes are cast and counted. That is left to the state legislatures. And so as Donald Trump and his team look to the Supreme Court to try to get some finality in their view of thinking that the rules changed because of mail-in voting or that somehow this election was done not according to the rules, the Supreme Court said not our bag, Mr. Trump. We are not going to deal with that. And this adds to now the number of cases that Trump and his team have suffered defeat with. It's like the worst record in history in the courts. And each time Donald Trump loses. And yet it is amazing to see that a majority of Republicans in a lot of polls still want to follow Donald Trump down his big lie path, believe that the election was stolen. And if you want to see what a grip Donald Trump has on the Republican Party still, just listen to the number two Republican in the House of Representatives, Steve Scalise, with his tortured response on ABC's This Week this past Sunday when asked about the 2020 election. The election was not stolen, correct? Look, Joe Biden's the president. Uh, there were a few states that did not follow their state laws. That's really the dispute that you've seen continue on. And Donald Trump has made clear he is going to continue to show his grip on the Republican Party by speaking at CPAC, a conservative conference, this weekend on Sunday, his first big post-presidential speech to the faithful. And that is where he, according to our Jim Acosta and others reporting, plans to sort of flex his muscles, show his force within the GOP, flirt with the notion that he may run again, and of course attack some of the deficiencies he thinks he already sees in the Biden administration one month in. Now here's what else matters today. The smooth sailing that we've seen thus far as it relates to Joe Biden's cabinet nominees seems to be coming to an end. Neera Tandon, his nominee for the director of the Office of Management and Budget, she is hanging in the balance, folks. This is not where any nominee wants to be. As you may have heard, Joe Manchin, one of the 50 Democrats whose votes are needed to get Biden's nominees through, has said he's not going to vote for Neera Tandon. That leaves the administration scrambling to pick up at least one Republican. 
It looks like Tandon's nomination is hanging in the balance largely due to her mean tweets over the years as a progressive activist taking on Republicans, taking on even some fellow Democrats like Bernie Sanders, the chairman of the budget committee. The White House today continues to stand by the nomination, says it's going to continue to pursue to get her confirmed. But make no mistake about it, Neera Tandon's nomination is in real trouble today. That's not the case for Attorney General nominee Merrick Garland. Merrick Garland seems to be picking up Republican support with each answer he's giving at his big high-profile confirmation hearing today. He's sort of the perfect witness. He, he isn't taking the Republican bait on a lot of issues related to the Russia investigation or Trump-era controversies or hot-button issues like guns. He's giving very thoughtful, very methodic answers and determined to make it clear to everyone that he wants to lead a Justice Department that is independent of politics. So far, he seems to be winning over even some critics. The other note from the Garland nomination, this personal emotional moment. Senator Cory Booker, Democrat of New Jersey, had asked him what about his own family history and experience brings him to this moment to want to truly lead a Justice Department that is focused on justice for all Americans. This was Garland's answer. I come from a family where my grandparents fled anti-Semitism and persecution. The country took us in. And uh, protected us. And I feel an obligation to the country to pay back. And this is the highest, best use of my own set of skills to pay back. Merrick Garland seems well on his way to becoming the country's next attorney general. And finally today, a grim milestone. 500,000 Americans now have died due to the coronavirus. President Biden, Vice President Harris, scheduled to mark that terrible milestone at the White House today. President Biden ordered all flags to fly at half-staff on federal properties for the next five days to commemorate the half a million lives lost to this awful, awful pandemic. It's been nearly a year now since every American's life has been impacted by this raging pandemic, and President Biden knows that his entire presidency rests on the ability for him to lead the nation to the other side. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And please take a moment and be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget tomorrow to join Citizen by CNN presents Black America, Politics, Protests, and the Pandemic at 10 a.m. Eastern. You can RSVP at cnn.com slash citizen 2021. We'll talk to you tomorrow.